For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. It is 709 on The Mike Calter Show. It's 1025 The Bone. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Those are the phone numbers to reach us. <laughs> you just reminded me of something. Oh. We've given out the phone numbers. Uh, did anybody happen to hear Migs and Swig over the weekend? Well, no. Um, I did hear a lot about it, but I did not hear it. Oh, I guess they were not on it and some girl was on it or something and people are losing their minds. Yes. So I was... Uh, I don't know, out doing something, whatever, but I was in my car, and I turned on the bone, and I thought somebody was doing, like, a bit, like there was something, I don't know, like it was a skit off of SNL or something. I was like, what, what is going on here? And it was a girl, and you reminded me, because Hoppy was in the studio, and Hoppy was giving out the phone numbers for people to call. I don't know who she was, but I think she was there by herself. Oh, God. And I don't know whether she's ever done radio before, but oh, I don't yeah. know her from being on the radio here at all. So I guess that they weren't there and they had her fill in. Uh, and it was rough. Uh, Do you know her name? Yeah, like who was she? Uh, Lizzie, I think. Uh-oh. Lizzie? I don't know. I think. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I I know that uh yeah. I was looking at social media and something was definitely going on. I just don't know what it was. I texted John Brennan. I go, do you know what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so- I too texted John Brennan this weekend and said, do you know what's happening? Whoa. Same thing, different thing? Mm, different thing, but I don't know. If, I, I mean, if we should, yeah, I guess we could talk about it. All right. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it's it. Right. <laughs> uh, one of the guys from Hot. Mm-hmm. Decided to make some social media videos this weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, I I saw it. He f- quote found a condom in the hot studio. Oh, I saw that. Uh, yeah, I saw that. What yeah. the hell? And then left it out in front of our studio on the floor, and then set up a camera so that when Hoppy came back to the studio, he found it and picked it up. Oh, why would you pick it up? Well, be- I, I don't think he knew what it was. I think he was going to throw it away. And then he picked it up, and then he dropped it when he realized what it was, and because he took it out of the wrapper. And it, but it wasn't used, and he didn't no. like unscroll it or anything. He oh, left it like wrapped. Carmen's a champ. She knows the whole yeah. all the terms and using them. <laughs> and uh, I, I got to tell you, it annoyed the hell out of me because I was like, first of all, who, how arrogant are you? Who do you think you are to go over there and mess with with Hoppy? And go, you want to do your own jokes, blow it up, and. Pretend to stick it in uh, one of the other hot guys' faces. And yeah. Do your little dances and your little TikTok videos. But uh, that's what happens. You give somebody a little bit of credit for something, and their ego blows up, and all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, I'm the funniest guy in the building." And then they, and then How poor Hoppy has to come back, and uh, <laughs> and and uh, I just saw it, and I was like, I felt terrible. And then I noticed it was taken down, and I was like, mm, "Okay, mm. I don't know. I just, uh, it just, that's a rookie move, man." 
Uh, I just thought it was offensive. I, if that was any, it, so what really annoyed me was like if that was Monica, that would have found it. Uh, oh, all yeah. hell would have broke loose. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? but everybody thinks it's okay. Hoppy, you know, I got news for you. Hoppy's not a toy. He's a human being, and uh, I know what you're thinking. You're, you're <laughs> don't, don't even say it, Gallon. <laughs> I don't know if you heard, but don't Hoppy don't shine it. shoes no more. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I would pay. I would buy a hoppy toy if they had them. I, Spanish. I don't, don't know what you know. I don't, I don't know what you know. What to say. Don't you? I can, I'm just I can laughing because feel you, it in you. <laughs> because don't rarely do you it. have to point out that someone's a human being. <laughs> <laughs> just so you guys know, that's an, it's actually a human, being. a human being. Hoppy is a human being. I you think, people need to be I nice think the to last him. time I heard that phrase is when people were tackling Diggler for tickets <laughs> at one of our live gigs, and John Brennan goes. Do they know that's an actual human being? Oh, my God. I mean, they were just wailing on him. In their defense, it was a rodeo style. Yeah. It was a rodeo style contest. We so. attached the uh, yeah. tickets to Diggler. To a midget, a midget and let him run. <laughs> and I thought Diggler would get away, but he didn't. Oh. He was... He was walloped by a bunch of angry I still white said men. We should have greased him and had him naked. <laughs> that would have been, and he would have probably enjoyed that way more. Oh. We didn't know all the, we didn't know yet right. at that point. So, anyway, um, so that happened this weekend. That was annoying. I don't know what they do on the weekends, but that's why I don't want to be in that building. Anymore. Yeah, it's gross. You got that's this idiot cool. leaving, leaving condoms on the yeah. floor. Yeah, got, that's gross, man. Is that mug still there, Gavin? Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw it away. No, 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 no. I want to see how long it stays. Oh. Jesus Christ! It was like the uh, the uh, paper cup of coffee that was in here for four oh weeks. Oh my God! Yeah. I'm telling you, when Rick opens his eyes in the hospital after the zombies attack and he wakes up in the hospital, that's what the studio looks like now. Do oh. you did ask him to clean it though, didn't you? Oh yeah, multiple times. And it hasn't been done. No. Okay. So he even gave a solution of how to get it done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you gave the Dave man. Can you just give Cowhead ten dollars right, and have yeah. him clean it? Yeah. yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I'm just going to get a box, though. Um, that's what This is what I'm doing. I'm getting a big box, and every time someone leaves something in here, I'm just putting it in the box. Why? What's in the box? What's in why, the box? Why should you have to do anything? I shouldn't have to do it. But then the, why would you? Because I hate coming in here and it being a disgusting pigsty. I'm letting gross. you know right now, if you set up a camera and you're trying to do a joke on me and there's a condom on the floor, I'm walking past it. Oh, man. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, pick it. I don't know what Hoppy was thinking of picking it up. I know. But that's nice part of the other problem is now everybody's got to talk about Hoppy and why he picked up the... Uh, that just was, was a dumb move. But was it a setup and was Hoppy in on it? Because no. Hoppy likes to get social media no. uh, like, no, attention. Not, uh, what if he would have put it in his mouth? Oh, oh sloppy oh, Hoppy. Oh, oh. Start chewing on it. <laughs> like, Wait, he what? looked like he didn't know what was going on, and then when he right when he picked it up, he realized. Yeah. He drops it right away. Yeah. But he the, drops it, and then he just keeps walking. And but like, Yeah, he's not the garbage man. I know, but there's literally... He could have literally dropped it in the trash that was right in front not of his job. face. Not a job. Not a job. Just like you yeah, I would have, have been, a box. Don't worry about it. Not I would have been grossed out. I would have dropped it and I would have been a... Then if I would have saw the video oh. of that nerd from next door mm. doing that, I would have took it and I would have put it around his head mm. and I would have let him Wait, choke, him, yeah. choke to death. Oh, oh so. the condom. I thought you were talking yeah. about the... I was like, how do you wrap a video around someone's you head? Said, <laughs> you said chew on it and now I can't stop thinking about him chewing on it like the Coneheads when they thought it was bubblegum and <laughs> <laughs> blowing it up. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it was hysterical, though. Yeah. Well, it's goof. Should we get into news or should we talk, start talking about the Sopranos now? Well, I have that coming All up. All right, so. let's get into news with Calvin. Here we go. Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. Even though one of my best friends is an ear, nose, and throat doctor, I'm going to ask you guys a medical question. Mm-hmm. 
What does it mean when the the corners of your eye, not the corner outside corner, the inside corners by your nose, mm-hmm. like they hurt, like somebody scratched them both at the same time? Maybe a sinus infection. It could, That's what yeah. My wife said she's not a doctor. Allergies are, but it's just, they hurt. They don't hurt like pressure. They hurt like somebody scraped them. Yeah, you might have while you were sleeping. No, it, it happened yesterday, but then all of a sudden, and then my eyes keep filling up with eye cocky. It's making oh, me it's all no. gross. Yeah. Oh, I hate, I hate. Eye cocky being... different from boo. That was a slow roll on that. You just got. I had had to say it in my head in order to hear it. That was good. (laughs) 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 It was very good. Yeah, no bukkake in my my eyes. I'm going to show you of that. Uh, Anyway, I'll go back to the doctor. Where were we? I don't even know. Let's uh, let's. What do we have in news, Calvin? Uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Now, I want to make it perfectly clear. You can whisper my name, Galvin. Galvin. Right. Galvin. Get ten percent off your entire order. Or that is no. It's not oh. a cult, though. Too many people are saying they're joining my cult. Uh-huh. I don't want to have a cult. Chuck Henson started this whole thing, and now all of a sudden I have a shoe cult going on. No, you you lean into the sales guy and you whisper into your job. It's like a mason. Yeah, like a it mason really is. Table. You're the yeah. Mahabone of, mm-hmm. of pelts. Well, I'm just letting you know you can get 10% off at Pelt Shoes when you whisper my name. You're not joining a cult or anything. You're just getting... Nope. Excellent savings. You making We're pins in. this year? No, I'm yeah, not. Making, I don't have any hats. Oh, I don't I want, have any symbols. Are you putting your blood in shoes? No. Nope. <laughs> they it's have all G? the shoes you're it's looking for. It's a big for. G. P.S. Galvin uh, Pelt Shoes. Yeah. G.P.S. Mm, we know, Galvin. Yeah. We know. Uh, Pelt Shoes, a perfect fit, not a cult. Pelt <laughs> Shoes. Uh, so Tom Brady... Uh, would become the NFL's all-time passing leader on a night where he faced his former team. Brady, the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, of course, broke Drew Brees' career record of 80,358 regular season passing yards Sunday night as the Buccaneers met the New England Patriots in a nationally televised uh, game at Gillette Stadium. Brady, who I don't know whether you know is 44, picked up the record-breaking yardage during the first quarter on a 28-yard pass to wide receiver Mike Evans, and this is what it sounded like. 28 yards more to set the record. Fires caught, and that should do it. Mike Evans will take it to the 15-yard line, and so on that play, over the middle for 27 yards, and they're going to call it 28 yards. They're announcing it to the crowd right now. They put it up on the board. So they originally spotted it a yard back, gave him the extra yard, and there is your record. Not quite high drama, but... Nothing in this sport can be accomplished without incredible teammates and coaches. And, um, you know, I've just been blessed for 22 years to be with some amazing people. And quarterback can't do anything if the guys don't catch the ball. And um, guys did a great job catching for me the last 22 years. All of them, which I hope felt a little piece of uh, happiness tonight watching that because everybody contributed. And I sure as hell can't catch anything. Everyone's seen that drop against the Eagles in the Super Bowl. <laughs> but uh, I could throw it a little bit, and I'm glad I got so many great guys that can catch it. I can throw it a little bit. Yeah. Do you fall, I fall in love with him every time he talks. I know. He, uh, let me tell you, he uh, he speaks in such football terms. Though. They were asking, like, you could tell he's got that speech memorized in his head because she was like, how important is it to your to your teammate or how important was it to do it here in Foxborough? And then he went right into that whole how my teammates are responsible for everything. She, I want, I want yeah. to be like, you didn't even answer my question. But it didn't <laughs> matter. I mean, all they wanted was those sound bites anyway. So. The funny thing on that play is uh, 
the Bucks are trying to go like a hurry up offense, and they're trying to make a big deal about yeah. the pass. And Tom Brady gets pissed off. He's yelled at the ref, like, "Let's go!" He takes the ball and yeah, chucks it to the it. sideline. Yeah, yeah. He didn't care. Yeah, they, he, he said beforehand, "Get it, get it, good, good." And yeah, then go. he's like, I'm tra- like they're trying to go, and they stopped down, and that pissed him off. This guy's got a room with uh, a thousand footballs on display, yeah. and then he's got a storage unit with ten thousand footballs that mean something. At some, is your first yard, and, mm-hmm. your, and he doesn't care about it. He's you know he doesn't want that football. His kids, I know from my spoiled children, they want nothing of my. <laughs> like if I were to walk into my son and go, "Here's my best of the bay mover and shaker award," he'd be like, "Why are you giving me this crap?" <laughs> the kids don't want to do anything of that stuff. So uh, I, I get it. I, he wanted to play and he wanted to win. That was it. And they had to squeak out a win last night, but they walked away with a. Uh, with a subtle victory. Uh, Brady entered the game with 80,291 career yards and needed 68 to pass Breeze, who retired after the 2020 season. The Bucks beat the Patriots 19-17 to in Foxborough, and the Bucks improved to 3-1. and Congratulations, uh, Boston douchebags. You did the right thing by uh, cheering for Brady and not booing him. I'm sure there were a couple of you in there. but uh... Oh, did you see in uh, one of the people who was actually wearing it, the jersey that was split in half with yeah. the Patriots? Yeah, Dana White was wearing he, that, that's who I was going to say. Uh, Dana, I, I sent it to John Brennan the other day. I go, Dana thinks it's cool. Uh, <laughs> Ugh, that's so gross. John Brennan sent me the, the jersey. It's a half Patriots, half Bucks jersey. And John's like, I don't know what's going on, but I, this is not right. And I go, no, it's not. I would no. never do that. And then Dana White was wearing it. Uh, but look, that's the people who want to support Brady but still love the Patriots, you know? He, he did get some booze when he came out for the first series. Sure, but, yeah. but I mean, when he came out warm-ups, they cheered him. Yeah. And when he came out and when he passed the thing, they did the right thing. I mean, he's still an opposing quarterback, you yeah. know what I mean? But uh, they gave him a welcome that he deserved. I would have liked to have seen Gronk there, too. And, boy, so, so would Brady. Brady really could have used him. Oh, Cameron Brait is uh, a good player, but he is not. he is not does not have the hands and the it's that shoulders size. of Gronk. It's that size, yeah. man. But I would think Braid's taller than than Gronk. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I've stood next to both of them. I think Braid's taller, but um, it might you know my recollection. But I, I Braid does not have that. He's tall and and skinny, whereas Gronk yeah. is me break everything. You know, I, I think Brady and Gronk are just so much on the same page. Right, they're mentally connected. You could tell there's a little bit of like a little off. I, I will tell you, I thought that the. Um, the the Brady commercials with him with the uh, the old one that they showed where the guy answers the phone and he it says traitor on his phone yeah. and he's like yeah we wouldn't even take you back and he goes yes you wouldn't he goes okay we would <laughs> I thought that was great uh, the subway commercial I told you I think is leading to a subway sandwich with no bread and that's why they've invested in Tom. Uh, Brady, but at what point are they going to introduce the sandwich? Are they saving it for the Super Bowl, you think? Or I mean, I don't. I mean, we've been seeing this commercial for two months now. Uh, it has here listed Cameron Brait as six five and Rob Gronkowski as six six. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Gronkowski to me just didn't seem as tall. I remember seeing Brait the first time, and it was like an alien. He was he was really tall because he's real skinny, and then Gronk is just kind of. He's kind of a little thicker, you know. He's got big ass long arms, though, man. Yeah. Well, good. I mean, look, uh, uh, Braid pulled a couple in, but he did not have that connection yet, like like those two have. They were saying that Gron- Gronk's got like four broken ribs and had a partially punctured lung. Yeah, Oof. that's and the he worst still part. Went out, he still played in that game afterwards. Yeah. that's the worst part of a broken rib is that uh, if it punctures your lung and your lungs don't fully inflate, you may not even know it if you don't have it checked out until it's until it's too late. Mm. And so he, yeah, he, they probably taped him up, gave him a yeah. little shot. Put him back out there, and then afterwards, when they did the MRI, I realized he punctured a lung. Yeah, they were saying that it's it's primarily going to be like a pain management type right. injury. So right, like we have, how... because they can't do anything yeah. for it. 
so they'll just tape you up, but uh, the lung is what you have to watch. <laughs> Why do I feel like when Gronk breathes out, he actually makes Gronk noise? He just goes, <gasps> Gronk. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> uh, get my football pants. That's yeah. still the best. It did suck that he wasn't there. It did because, you know, he wanted to be there. Yeah. And uh, I'm surprised he didn't travel, though, at least just to go. I don't know if they're – I think if you're listed as out, you're not allowed to travel with the oh, team. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so because, like, JPP didn't go either. Yeah. So I don't know. I love the rules. It was uh, – it was interesting to watch. They, they were pointing out a lot of good things that Brady's family was in a box, and they said uh, they don't normally offer luxury boxes to the opposing team, and Man. that was nice of them to put them in there. Uh, everybody play the Powerball on Saturday? Yeah. Yep. Nope. I wait. Nope. I told you I have a six rollover. Mm. There was no winner. Yeah, I told you. Ah. So the jackpot for tonight's drawing, remember that there's a oh, Monday drawing, sh- tonight's drawing, 600 and seventy oh, million dollars. I already All got right. my tickets. Yep. Which is a cash value of just about four hundred and seventy-five million dollars. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna change my. I'm gonna change it now. Okay. You each get money based on how many pictures you posted last Friday. <laughs> oh, no. oh no! Oh no! Joe, you had two on there. You get two million dollars. All right, I'm, I'm good. A decade's worth of work comes down to two pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gio, you're good. Thank you. Thank you. A decade's worth of work. He's been here 40 years. He's only done a decade's worth of work, though. Uh, A Florida man hiking the Appalachian Trail, probably trying to find himself, uh, claims he saw Brian Laundrie driving in a white pickup truck around 1230 a.m. Eastern time on Saturday in Tennessee near the North Carolina border. Dennis Davis, uh, who spoke to a number of news outlets on Saturday, said it didn't first register that the driver may have been laundry, but after the encounter, he looked up photos of the fugitive wanted on debit card charge uh, fraud charges, and uh, he then felt convinced enough to call in the uh, sighting into the FBI twice, as well as 911 operators in Tennessee and North Carolina. Twice. Yeah, saying, okay. quote, there is no doubt about it. Yeah. This was Brian Laundry. I was just talking to, 100%, no doubt in my mind, Davis said of the encounter uh, as he looked up the uh, portrait and profile shot of uh, Let's review a few things here. Yeah. This is a guy that is a known hiker. He's not hiking. He, he's certainly not hiking on the Appalachian Trail. I mean, you you ju- it's like if you said to me, Mike, you're on the lam. Everybody in the world is looking for you, including a old racist sack of Louis Vuitton. Uh, where are you going to be? I'll be at the Hooters on Hillsborough Avenue. I mean, the being is the most obvious place to be for him is a is on a hiking trail. And what, what did he decide now? Eh, I'm just going to go. I mean, I'm probably going to go to jail for a while, so I'm going to hike the Appalachian Trail yeah. first. Uh, it's ridiculous. Or, He's not on the Appalachian Trail. This is a guy, two calls to the FBI means you really want attention. One call that says, i positive I just talked to Brian Laundrie on the Appalachian Trail. You guys handle it from here. Two calls means me, me, me. Remember me? I did this. I, I saw him. I guarantee it wasn't him. Okay, or... Brian Laundrie knows the Appalachian Trail and knows everybody thinks that's where he'll be. So they're like, well, he's not going to be there then. So then he goes there. And this guy is uh, calls the FBI and he's like, hey, I literally just talked to Brian Laundrie. And they're like, okay, thank you. We'll give you a call. And he calls back and goes, I don't think you understand. I just talked to Brian Laundrie. And they're like, yeah, no, we got it. We're going to yeah. send some people, whatever. And then he's like, well, let me call the local cops. Maybe they'll get here faster. So he called 911. 
Maybe. Why? What is he? He's not a, you know, maybe he should have made a citizen's arrest then. He's not a cop. You did your job. You called in your tip. Go on your way on the hike. Mm. Like, I don't, I, I'm telling I you. I can't wait until they pick him up on the Appalachian Trail. No, there's no way. There's no way. This kid, for for him to be eluding everybody as much as he is, he is staying put right now. He got to wherever he needed to be early, and he is hiding out. And he is not going to move for six dead. months. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't think he's dead. dead. I don't think he's dead. I think. I think. I think. Listen, uh, again, I'm, I'm talking about this guy like um, like I'm rooting for him. I'm not necessarily rooting for him. I'm just talking about this situation. He comes back with the car, gets all his his. Uh, I gotta go in order. Tells his parents like uh, something happened. I gotta get out of here. You know, help me out, whatever. And they get all that stuff ready, and then. Two days later, the crap hits the fan, and everybody's like, well, what's going on? He didn't answer any questions. He didn't talk to anybody. They couldn't legally take him in. So he got all his stuff done, and then he just disappeared like he had planned. So that's why you're not going to find him. Not not forever, but that's why right now, if he's smart, wherever he is, he's he's laying low, and he's underground, and he's not moving. And Dog the Bounty Hunter is waist high in water, oh. looking like a brown-ass alligator. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's on the hunt. Oh, no. He's on the hunt. What what is he doing in the water? Dog the Bounty Hunter is searching high and low for Brian Laundry in Florida. Over the weekend, he was knee-deep in uh, water. There he is up on Bone TV. Uh, taking to the swamps and getting dirty. The reality TV star posted a video of himself on Sunday where he was immersed in the marshy swamp water. Oh, maybe he's underwater. He looks uh, like a real housewives of Pinellas Park. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so he is, uh, you know, obviously the boat could have pulled up to the land, but he loves to get in the water. Yeah. Look, yeah. look, I'm in the water. I'm searching for him. Oh, he's such a fool. Uh, I, I feel like it's somebody, fool. though, like somebody said to him, hey, you know what would look great? Yeah, Hop in that water. Yeah. 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 Filming his show. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, you know what the alligator said? I'm not buying that. You're oh, buying no, it. I'm yeah. not eating that. That's gross. Look, I, mean, I mean, look at that moron. Look I did see a meme about this that really made me laugh over the weekend. It said, if the if Dog the Bounty Hunter finds Brian Landry before the FBI, I'm never paying taxes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, but you know... I I'm not. What do you think? He's gonna roll up on a hut, and the kid's gonna be sitting in there, and he's gonna be like, "Ah, dog's got you." I, I freeze. Yeah. To me, the weird thing is, like, say they find him tomorrow, and maybe this is like a question for Dom. He's still not connected to the murder. Right. They want him for debit card fraud. Yeah. So right. I'd but imagine they also he, want to question him, and they'll yeah. question but, him, and they'll get him. But no, he's 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 probably not gonna talk. He just, won't talk. Yeah, he won't so, answer any questions. Like literally, they have nothing to connect him to this murder yet. So. If they do find him tomorrow, he could just bond out of jail or for they do, debit card fraud. Or they do; they're just not telling anybody. Because maybe, yeah. Right. Well, they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, they could have DNA evidence. But I mean, we still don't know how she died. There's no. It's weird to me. There's no warrant out for his arrest yeah. connected to this at all. Well, because right. they're hoping that he'll turn himself in if it's just for the credit card fraud. Because if he knows he's getting questioned for murder, then yeah, he's gonna try and stay on the lam for as long as he can. But if he thinks he yeah. can get away with it, and they don't have anything, and they catch him, and it's just about the credit card fraud, Plus, then he has a better chance of getting out. Plus, here's the other thing is if he did murder her and we all assume that he did, we're 99% sure that he did, that weighs on people and people can only last for so long holding on to that information to where they do want to break. And if you're in an invest- interrogation with police, with detectives for three, four, nine hours, whatever, eventually you go, alright, I did it. Yeah, I did it. I killed so, her and this is how I did it. I don't know. know. Yeah, the yeah, fact people that he was, do, though. The, yeah, constantly. Some weak constantly. The fact that he was lawyer up out the gate. If they do find him, he's still not going to say a word. He nope. doesn't have to answer any questions. Nope. Maybe, maybe he may just sit there and not say anything, or he may break because he wants it off his chest. And the, it's unbelievable happen. how many times people do that. They're going to put him in that cold steel 
room with a two-way mirror. And he's going to sit there for a while, and they're going to yell at him, and they're going to be like, buddy, you're going to jail. This is going to be like the trailer. You're going to get butt-raped and blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God. And then, and then they're going to leave him alone in there, and they're going to watch him from the mirror. And then somebody's like, all right, let me try this. And they're going to go in there. He's going to give him a Diet Coke. Hey, man, you hungry? Here's some crackers. And then he's going to try to be his friend and mm-hmm. talk to him. I, hey, you want a cigarette? I, I watch all these shows. I know I, how it works. I thought when they found her body, they were absolutely going to be able to tie him to this, and they still have not. Which yeah. is crazy I, I mean, to me. Well, I mean, you don't know that they right, have that's, it. Right, that's the thing. Is like well, Carmen said. They would they, still issue a warrant if they had the evidence. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. He hangs out with her all the time. His DNA right. is going to be all over That's her anyway. what I mean. But you know? if, if his blood's mixed with her blood, yeah. you know, it could be he could have stabbed her. I don't know how she died, whatever. But, right, he could have stabbed her and slipped on the knife. Yeah, and all that kind of stuff. Whatever the situation is, a lawyer could have been like, listen, you're not wanted for the murder. Don't worry about the debit charge thing. Stay away as long as you can because t- yeah. as time goes on, the whatever evidence they have, if it's DNA or whatever, no, I mean, DNA is going to last, but whatever they have could be, the time could be a key factor, and the longer it takes, the, the better it is for you. Yeah. I have to tell you, I, I feel absolutely awful that this family lost their daughter. I do. I feel she was a young, pretty girl, and she, uh, I, I mean, I have a daughter. The idea that the daughter is is missing breaks my heart then to find her dead oh I, I would be devastated i always say if i had a child something happened to one of my children i don't know if i could ever i could ever be funny again if i could do radio again it would be, just be devastating but part of me is cheering for this kid i think i want to see him get, hide and get away from them just because i think dog the bounty hunter is <laughs> annoying me like just the whole like it's the system is bugging me like yeah. you know, like how they didn't how they didn't get him how they let him slip away yeah. you know it's just it's just bothering me here's so. the other thing you know all the crazy scenarios that are out there and stuff like you're talking about you know time may help this guy out who knows if some lunatic comes up and says I did it right I did it and they don't have any DNA proof they don't have anything and he said I'm the one who did it and they have to charge him and do that stuff which happened in the John Bonet case right where that guy came and we all thought I mean look at that yeah, guy he, he was, was a crazy. creep yeah. and we're like oh it's definitely this guy and they're no they were like no it actually wasn't that guy yeah. Yeah, or or what if we're ruling out what if somebody else did it? Or what if sure. there's some situation that that he knows that this Brian Laundry knows about that we don't he know about? <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't know that we don't, we still don't know I that know. there wasn't some sort of fight where she went at him. Like it look so they say there's a video of him uh, verbally abusing her. He could have been a little bit of a uh, uh, a little bit rough and then one day she snapped and was like, "Nah." And she went at him and tried to hit him with an axe, and he yeah. pushed her down a cliff. And so the truth is, is that he could have been defending himself. I'm not saying that's the case, but we don't know what the situation right. is. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting to find out. It would have been a lot yeah. easier if he would have turned himself in. He could have defended it, but there, you know, I'm gonna. I can't wait till this Lifetime movie comes out. I'll yeah. watch the oh, whole yeah. thing. Like as of now, there's nothing that ties him to her murder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which, yeah is which is really weird. Yeah. And there's an old sack of luggage waiting through yeah. the water, waist high. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid doctor yeah. bounty. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> what a letdown. Okay, the many so, saints of Newark uh, yeah. tell you just $5 million domestically showcasing the pitfalls of hybrid releases. You know, yeah, you, can't even, tell, you can't even tell if that's good or not. I mean, what's, a, well, what's the last Well, the projection, projections for the film's domestic opening range from $7 million to $12 million. They only got $5 million. Here's some good news for 12, you. 12, think about it. $12 million is a projected successful amount. Last year it was $100 million yeah. a weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would have 100% gone to the theater this weekend to see this movie. Gio, I almost set my alarm for 3 o'clock in the morning yeah. so that I could get up. I was so looking forward to this movie that uh, I was going to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and watch it because it came out at West Coast time. I watched it at 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I happened to wake up yeah. and I was like, you know what? I'm awake. I might as well go watch it. And I watched it at 5 o'clock in the morning. 
Oh, Galvin, I got I had a uh, empty house. I went in there. I got situated in my comfy seat. I put it on, and I began to watch it. And about forty minutes into it, I was I almost turned it off. It is the biggest pile of garbage I've ever seen. So and I, I, I hate I hate everything about. I gotta it. tell you, I've, as someone who's never watched The Sopranos, Here, here's the interesting thing. Go ahead, yes. As someone who's never watched The Sopranos, I was very confused yeah. about who yeah. was who, yeah. what, who did what, what they were talking about. Like they just alluded to so many things that you were just like, I don't get this. So yeah. I, it felt like this whole movie was for Easter eggs. That was the yeah. whole yeah. thing. Fan was service. to yeah, exactly. And here's my big problem: is it was not very soprano-y. You no, know what I mean? It like was it, not. It wasn't. It wasn't filmed very soprano-y. It wasn't the. Uh, I would say the only highlight out of the whole thing was the guy that played Junior Soprano. He did. A he great was job. great. Yeah. The, all I thought the Silvio guy was good. I thought now look, he was over the top, and so was Silvio. I, the, I he thought, had the walk down and the yeah. different gestures, yeah. faces, and the, but, the turn, and what am I doing? This is for you. To me, it almost came off like SNL characters, though. The guy who was Pauly. Yeah. And the, the biggest thing was those, so they have these, like, young characters, these iconic characters. They're, they show them, and then they literally do nothing, nothing. in the movie. They yeah. have yeah. nothing to do with the storyline except they're just background pieces. Like, was, oh, look, yeah. there's Pauly. Because Pauly's. the name. It was, it was for nostalgia reasons. It, they did nothing. It got us excited, uh, and then they didn't do anything. And, and the reason why that's a big deal, because I know David Chase is like, look, this is not a Sopranos story this is about um this is not about uh literally tony marketed soprano. as soprano well story. but i mean yeah. that, it's not about it's not a tony soprano origin story yeah, it's not yeah. all about the kid it's about dickie moldesante which i didn't think was so bad because there were so many references in the sopranos to dickie moldesante yeah. and and uh Fitch lamana and all these guys um that were that were you know came before them and the biggest one being johnny boy soprano who every time they showed Johnny Boy Soprano in flashbacks on The Sopranos, he was a happy, hey, hey there's my son Tony, blah, blah, blah. And then you get John Barenthal, who's mad at the world and yeah. screaming at everybody, and he's angry, and he looks like he's Puerto Rican. <laughs> and and you're like, how is this the guy that they've been talking about the entire thing? Uh, 100% the best actor in the whole thing is uh, the chick who played the mother, Livia yeah. Soprano. Uh, yeah, she, yeah, she did a great job. She did a great job capturing what she sounded like, the way she spoke, the the dismissive, uh, you know, uh, she, I thought she was great. I thought um, I thought Ray Liotta was horrible. I, mean, I thought the fact that he played, that was, the, that was so confusing. Yeah. That, game, that was the biggest eye roll for me. I'm like, that's just... Makes no sense. Like, Did they you could ever have... mention that there was twins? You know what no, I mean? Like, no. if that had ever I been mentioned, I didn't mind that because when they got when you because you saw the previews of Ray Liotta, and then all of a sudden he's he's dead in the first couple of minutes. So you're like, how the hell are you gonna do this? Then he go, then you see spoiler. him talking. To, yeah, sorry, it doesn't matter. See, the spoiler is it's not yeah. watch it. So then he goes to jail, and there's a twin brother, and I was like, okay. I, I, and now he got me a little bit. I mean, it was still yeah, somewhat at the beginning of the movie. And then the and the fact that he was like, I like jazz. Bring me the Miles Davis album. And I'm like, all right, I could, might be able to get into this. But he never changed. It was just the same. All of a sudden, you you killed a made guy. You're in jail. Now you're the wisdom. Yeah. I'm coming By to the do way, a good deed. Oh, uh, best thing in the whole movie was Ray Soprano. Or uh, Ray Soprano. Uh, Ray Liotta's uh, wife. Wow. The Italian one. The one that oh, came yeah. over from Italy. Yeah, she was good. Yeah. Oh. Um. I'll be right back. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh. Wait, what? Does he have a picture yeah. with her or something? No, I don't no, think maybe. so. Maybe, I don't know.
Yeah, so I'm sorry you guys all wasted your time watching that movie. You didn't see it, Savannah? I was so excited I fell asleep. for it. I tried to watch it on Friday night, and I tried to watch it on Saturday night. Well, Spanish, did you watch twice. Sopranos? Did you watch the series? I did when I was younger, yeah. Uh, I, I was still very young, so I didn't. I had to rewatch some of them. But even with this movie, like I just, it was just super boring. So my old uh, program director, we used to actually go over to his house and have Sunday dinners and watch The Sopranos. And it was great because whenever I first got into radio and I was broke and stuff, you get a nice dinner and you get to go watch The Sopranos. And then I've watched The Sopranos over and over a bunch of times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So to see this that was... series was great. Yeah. I love the series with like you guys, but I just, I don't know. I was <laughs> I'm sorry. My wife just came in here and scared me like I've never been scared oh, before no. in my life. I had her keys yesterday in the car, and she just looked at me. Did you see the face? <laughs> I did. Oh, oh I see the face. Yeah. I looked oh. at her, and she looked at me, and I went, oh, and she goes, my keys. Oh, my keys. oh, oh, oh. And I went, oh, God. Oh, God. Like, I didn't know what to do. I she thought you were going to get me. a naked picture of the Italian broad. Oh, I was okay. like, what's happening? Me, I thought you had to make a little poopy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I thought, too. Dude, I think she almost made me make a little poopy. Oh, she just sent, she gave me a look that I would assume most kids got from their parents when they were kids, where they just stopped in their tracks. I was Daggers. Like, Daggers. <sighs> anyway, the, the uh, Italian broad was very hot. Mm-hmm. I just assumed that you were talking about that because you said naked picture. Yes. Uh, I, Gabriella okay. Piazza. The, here's the thing, though. That storyline was so... The wife and bringing her over and then... She, it was just so ridiculous. And then the son started sleeping with her. Yeah. yeah. And then nobody's calling him out on that. that you like, know, everyone's okay with it just because Ray Liotta's a jerk or something? Nobody but, would like, talk to him if By he the way, that. real quick, not Gabrielle Pia- Piazza. Not her? No. Oh. I don't know who Gabrielle Piazza is. She's a super hot one. It... It seemed to me like they, it could have been better as a series because they were trying to tell like four stories in an hour and a half. And yeah. It just it made no sense. Listen, the idea that there was the uh, civil rights movement happening and that the uh, Frank, what's his face, the uh, the guy that Denzel Washington played, the, uh, the the guy who started like the black crime family. Yeah, yeah Frank Lucas. Frank Lucas. Yeah, I thought that was a cool tie-in. That was a cool tie-in. Had they focused just on that and the battle between the two of them, that would make a good series. I but would've... I felt you, you can't assume everybody knows that story. Like right. not everybody knows about the right. New York riots of seventy in the seventies. Right, so and, and it didn't. It didn't really. I don't know. It didn't play out. And listen, if you watch that movie and you loved it and you want to call in, feel free seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five or eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. We're talking about the Many Saints of Newark, the Sopranos movie, which uh, debuted on Friday and. I, I, I thought maybe for me because I was looking forward to it. I because I said I'm going to hate it and I'm going to watch it again. and I'm going to like it. We overhyped it for sure. Well, we were excited for yeah. it, but I I didn't I didn't not like it for reasons where I was like, oh, you know, this guy. I I didn't like it because it was just garbage from beginning to end. Yeah. It, it was rushed and it was it was not the characters were not developed. And it was just <laughs> the awful. only thing in that whole movie that got me excited was the very end and then this. Yeah. <laughs> Gio and I said that right at the the beginning of the show today. We're like, at the end when that dies out and that music kicks in, you're like, oh, that was good. Yeah, you're like, okay, now what? Now show the movie that you were supposed to show. (laughs) I thought uh, Michael Gandolfini was great. But he was like, I felt like he was barely in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, small part. Every time he was on screen, like I wanted more, and he just like he was not in the movie. You're, whoever said it, you or Galvin, uh, it, it was just a movie about Easter eggs. Is all yeah. it was. It was oh, when, yeah. when totally. Christopher was crying when when he was a baby right. and Tony would hold him. That was funny. Yeah, and he never had the makings of a varsity. Actor. That like, made the, me laugh out loud. Yeah, yeah that, was, was, that, that was, was a bunch coming. of those. Uh, by the way, him doing the, your mother's blank when he falls down the stairs and stuff. That was so great. Yeah, yeah. him screaming that. Uh, 
well, Michael Gandolfini uh, said that he would return to the role of Tony Soprano in a sequel to The Many Saints of New York. I, would never, I wouldn't even want to. <laughs> I would, I'm telling you right now. Even I if it was done by like a different director? Carmen, he was if really they, good. If they put me in the movie, I wouldn't watch it. That's how bad the first. This one, like I kept going, maybe I'll watch it again and try and see. And I go, no, it, it was no yeah. better. Sir. There was nobody home. I was ready to go. I was watching. And, I, and, and so the best is my dad. Uh, it texts me and he goes, Did you watch the movie? I go, yeah. He goes, I'm about a half hour into it. I fell asleep twice. I go, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I said. About 40 minutes in and I was ready to give up on it. I, don't think I, I didn't hate it, but I, I wanted to love it. Do you think I, they're setting it up for a series? Yeah, series? I think so. I don't think they were setting it up. I think that there's a possibility that they could. But I, for, listen, if you show me a series that's got young Paul, young Silvio, and young Pussy yeah. in there, I'll watch that. But I also felt that the... It, all the Tony scenes we saw in the trailers. There was nothing new that I really? felt like we didn't see. Yeah, yeah. And then the other thing is that, uh, and I'm spoiling this whole movie. I'm sorry, but uh, if you're a fan, you already saw it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at the end, Junior has Dicky whacked, yeah. and what? How does that it play into really the series? Be, yeah. Anything. It was because he laughed at him for falling down. Yeah, but the whole thing is, is that is like in the entire Soprano series. Where Junior Soprano becomes the head of the family and does all that stuff after Johnny died. Like, he never references Dickie Moldesanti. He never references killing him. They never made it like Junior had beef with him. To me, it made more sense that your theory, you thought that it was going to be Tony. Tony was the one that eventually whacked him or whatever. Right, because then Tony ends up killing uh, uh, Christopher. Like, it was cool that he was in uh, Holston's or whatever. Like, it shows he he used to go there as a kid. The first time he went there, you're like, oh, cool, that's where he dies. And then the uh, the young Carmella was kind of okay and stuff. Yeah. even that, yeah, a, what, a, was, what a bummer, man! It was really a letdown, man. And that, and you know what? To quote, to quote, Geo, that's grumpy David Chase. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He just thinks he, his crap doesn't stink, and he could just put it together. And I'm a genius. I mean, you're not. It was, it was awful. It really was awful. I have not met anybody that saw it that was like, oh, I thought it was great. They were, they were always like. Uh, yeah, it was, no, I didn't like it. It was boring or whatever. I watched it, but it was boring. The first, like, 30 seconds, the fact that they had, spoiler, Christopher, like, as, like, narrating after he's dead was, made no sense to me no at all. Sense. It was complete no, waste. No. He's like, this is my uncle, and he killed me. I'm like, yeah. you're, you're, so you're, you're narrating the movie from, from the, the grave, grave yeah. and then at the end, he's like, and this is why I went to hell. I'm like, what is this? Was, what, a, what a waste to have him, his voice on there. It made it was, no sense. There were so many people involved in that movie that could have done that. Yeah. That would have been good. Uh, let's go to Tom. Tom, good morning. You're on the Mike Calta Show. What's up, Tom? Hey, how you doing? It's Todd, by the way. Sorry, so, Todd. What's matter. up? Here, no, that's not here nor there. Um, yeah, the movie was absolute garbage. It took away from the legacy of The Sopranos. Yeah. Horrible. Um, so I should have waited for people to watch it first and then tell me it was such garbage so I wouldn't watch it. But uh, I was wondering, I was wondering, do you guys think um, what what is better, that or Moe's movie? Oh, as bad as that was, that's still yeah, way better than Moe's movie. Yeah, yeah Moe's yeah. movie stinks. It's a real yeah. movie. I wouldn't see Moe's movie. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the call. Um, yeah, listen, I, it's kind of like The Irishman. I didn't like The Irishman because it was too long, and they it was miscast, and it was just too long. And uh, I, But I said to people, don't not watch it. Watch it. I mean, it's a, it's a decent movie to watch. It's just not as great as you're hoping it would be with the pa- Pesci and De Niro and all that. Um but with this thing, I don't even care if you watch it. I would tell you to skip it. It's just not worth it. Go watch reruns of The Sopranos. I might go watch it again, <laughs> just to see. If you if you find any redeeming qualities, like I thought about watching again, so I could pick up some small stuff that I missed. Like uh, the guest we had on the show was uh, t- what Tony Lipson. What's his name? I forgot already. Um, 
Paul Dan Valongo. Tony T. Paul Dan Valongo. Oh, my God. I don't think that's right. When Paul Dan Valongo was on the show. <laughs> yeah. hey, I saw him in the movie. I would, he was yeah. in the movie, yeah. and he played his father. Oh, it was he that, played Carmine. Oh, right. I didn't catch that. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. it makes sense. So that did make sense. Yeah. I don't even think he told us that. Yeah, I didn't catch he, that. He played Carmine, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was very disappointing. It was very disappointing, and uh, like I said, I felt as someone who didn't watch all of the Sopranos, like I watched the first two seasons, I felt like I had to go watch the Sopranos like three times no, to be you, able to understand yeah. what was going Nick on. Falalonga. Nick Falalonga. <laughs> you Carmen, you didn't. You can watch this movie independently of knowing the Sopranos. You won't get all the jokes, but you could watch it as a movie, and still it'll play out. And I it mean, sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing. If I did, if, without the Sopranos, if I just watched that movie, I would have been like, "Well, that was dumb." So, so at the end, the so I'm I'm, t- I'm just talking about the whole movie. Isn't spoilers, <laughs> rather? The, the, Ray Liotta's his father. He brings over a really hot broad from Italy. Mm-hmm. He uh, and she and he marries her, and then R- Dickie kills his own father, mm-hmm. and then starts banging his father's wife. Right. All while he's married, and then at the end, they love each other and they're loving each other. And she confesses to him that she uh, banged somebody else, and he says his black best friend. Oh. Well, not best friend, but the well, guy the guy who, was trying to kill him. Yeah, but uh, yeah, before that was they were partners and worked for him and had a good thing, and then yeah, he and was, he says who is it? And she says it was this guy who turned out to be the the black mobster, and. Uh, and then he chokes her out in the ocean and kills her uh-huh. because she slept with the black dude. And then, so I have a friend who's who was raised in Italy, and he called me and he goes, "You're right, movie's garbage." And I go, "It is right." And he goes, "Yeah." He goes, first of all, she never slept with the black guy, and if she did, she sure as hell wouldn't have admitted it." <laughs> I was like, "Okay," yeah, and that comes straight from the old country. I just found myself all the new characters. I didn't care. Like it was like, okay, there that person's dead now, and it it, it was. was- so, like you so easy to kill somebody. Yeah, like you don't that. care about the characters at all. What happens to them? There's no, there's nothing. Yeah, garbage movie. Boo! I, I want you to go watch it. I'm not going to tell you not to. I want you to go watch it so you can go. You're right. It was. A, you're 100 percent right. Garbage across the board. Thank you. Uh, so police are searching for a uh, man in Toronto who is accused of taking dirty diapers from a daycare. They say the man went to the daycare multiple times to remove and take these soiled diapers out of the trash bin there, and police are still looking for him. We recycle them, I'm sure. Nothing nothing dangerous there. Uh, that, guy does, that guy is just instant death. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's nothing good that could come out no. of that guy. You, you've got, you've gathered together the two things that should never be together, poop and kids. Right. And, and turn it, made it sexual. You deserve a <laughs> bullet right there. Uh, have you ever thought about suing your wife for something? No, I'm afraid yes. of every every ounce of her. She's made me so scared. Uh, uh, suing her for something? Yeah. No. Three uh, years ago, a man was carrying a box to the basement for his fiance. He tripped over her shoes and fell down the stairs and then tried to sue her for it. Uh, a, cop, uh, a court has now ruled that he cannot sue her because they have since married. So now he oh, can't sue her. Not cool. <laughs> it was the fiance at the time. How do you still get married after that? <laughs> I'm going to sue you because your shoes are on the steps? Yeah, was it because he was really mad or because they had some really good homeowner's insurance and thought they could make some money out of it? Maybe. Would you sue your wife, Gio, for making the shrimp and garlic? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Cease and desist, uh-huh. madam. Uh, a 38-year-old man in Missouri named James Kurtz was trying to sell a catalytic converter on Facebook Marketplace last week. Uh, but in the background of the photo, 
There's a big old bag of meth. <laughs> I saw that. Along with a syringe, uh, a Facebook user tipped off the cops. Narc. Oh, uh, yeah. Investigators raided James' place last Wednesday and seized the meth and a 38 uh, pistol. He, uh, he had uh, previous felony convictions, so he couldn't have a gun. Uh, by the way, James was asked about the photo, and he said he didn't realize the meth and the syringe <laughs> made the shot. Uh, he was charged with drug trafficking and unlawful possession of a weapon. I was like, I thought, I thought the good meth was blue. You're not getting the good oh, stuff anymore. That's the real right? good stuff. New Mexico went out of business. Yeah. You're watching too much TV. <laughs> Speaking of watching too much TV, uh, in all the commercials and advertisements last night on the on the Brady game, what is the number one takeaway? Does anybody else have anything? I have something definitive that blew my mind yesterday, which I think is something we've talked about before, but I never actually saw in person. I didn't watch. I went to bed super early. Good move. <laughs> what do you got? I, I have never seen an advertisement for the Equalizer before. Oh, Jesus Christ. The Equalizer used to be an old English white man, uh, uh, and then they made a mo- two movies about it where Denzel Washington played the right. Equalizer, and he was great in both of them. And uh, it's about a guy that you contact. It's kind of like the A-Team. If you can, mm-hmm. if you can find the guy, he can help you. If you're getting pushed around by the mob or if you've got a, a corporate b- thing, he's the guy you call to come in and, and fight for you. And you don't have to pay him. You yeah. don't have to pay him. He will ask you for a favor one day, and you have to return that favor. And the and the equalizer was his, uh, it was on TV on CBS for years. And he was an old English guy, and uh, Johnny from Karate Kid played his son. And he would just travel around, and he would pretty much just assassinate people and, and defend the weak people. Then they make the movie about it, and he's a former military guy, and it's Denzel Washington, and he's really good. I mean, it, both those movies that he was in I thought were awesome. So then they were like, we should bring the Equalizer back to TV, being that we had a great run the first time. We made two successful movies with Denzel. Let's bring it to TV, but let's make it a little bit different. Okay, what do we do? Well, look, in today's climate, we should probably make it a woman. A woman equalizer? Yeah, man, there's a lot of women in special operations. And you look at the uh, the chick from uh, X-Men and all that. And you, not X-Men, what, the Avengers, what's her name? The, oh, the, Black Widow? Black Widow, somebody yeah, like that. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but uh, we should probably keep her a woman of color because that's the thing now. So we got a black woman. So I started thinking about last night all the hot, uh, active black women they could have used. Now, there was one that used to be married to... Um, uh, the guy from uh, Maggie, Mike, uh, his son, uh, growing Robin Thick, Robin Thick, so ex-wife. She's been in a lot of the uh, Mission Impossible, the Mission Impossible yeah. movies. Then there's Zoe Saldana. Then oh. there, and there's a whole host of other young, athletic uh, black women that I don't know that are in movies that you can use. Uh, and instead, they chose to use fifty-year-old fat Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, they actually showed one. One situation where she was struggling with a guy, and he pushed her, and she fell off something. She landed on her fat ass, and she was like, oh. And I thought, look, I'm 50. If I fell from that, I wouldn't even move for a month. And she's fat Queen Latifah is going to get up and go fight a guy now. I was like, get out of here. So no, here. no lie. And I said this to my wife while we were watching football, and because they were running it all day during football. Yeah. It wasn't just during that. I said to my wife, I go, so how'd your mission go? Oh, it was great. Oh, by the way, some fat black lady tried to stop me. I killed her in like three seconds. It was the easiest kill I ever did. You're not going to believe it. She tried to fight me. It was unbelievable. I just bashed her brains in. I mean, Like, are you kidding me? She is. How Can you look her up? She's got to be in her late 40s. She's fat. Oh, I and, bet she's in her fifties. Uh, maybe. She is, I, I mean, I, is she older than me? I don't know. I can't. I can't. How old? Fifty-one. Yeah. Okay, so she's fifty-one years old. 
She's completely out of shape. She's got long fingernails and gold necklaces on me. Like, that's the equalizer? Yeah. Come on oh, now. no, no, no. But, Mike, she put her hood up. Oh. She, put, she puts her hood up. So <laughs> watch out. I, I was like, this is just garbage. Who, like, who is tuning into that? Who's like, ooh, Queen Latifah equalizes on? <laughs> Nobody. I, I just imagine you're about to get equalized, and then just somebody slams a lamp over her head. <laughs> She's immediately dead. And you're like, oh, that was easy. I don't know. We have like 27, mi- 27 minutes left in this show. If they would have made Precious the equalizer, oh. and all she did was sit on their chest till the cops came, then you'd be like, you've been equalized. <laughs> rammed him like a rhino. <laughs> yeah. You rammed him like a rhino, and then she just sits there, and she's like, Mama, I can't breathe. That would have been a better show. <laughs> Fat Queen Latifah uh, as the equalizer is, uh, is weird. You yeah. might as well make Jerry Seinfeld the equalizer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to stop you. Oh. But, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. It was I, – I, I, I just want to know who's watching that. Like, there must be enough people watching that on television weekly where that's a, that's a successful show that they that they promoted the whole day during football. Yeah. No, that's why they had to promote it because it's not successful. They're probably about to get canceled. No, so the network they're putting that out there like this is our show, the equalizer. It was renewed for a season 2. Uh, oh my it's God. got a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. That's not great. No. But yeah, I mean yeah, people no, no. are watching it. I no. guarantee there is someone in our list now. For the listening love audience, of God, love it. That yeah, is like that is my. T- I set a time and make sure I watch it. Uh, That's the only show that I make sure please, I set a time. Please, for. if you've watched the Equalizer with Clean the TV, you don't even have to love it. If you watch it, just please seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. Let's go to Lewis on line two. Good morning, Lewis. You're on the Mike Calta show. What's up, buddy? Hey, good morning, Mike. What's up, Garvin, man? I haven't called you guys in a while, man. I missed you guys. I just wanted to say uh, happy Monday to you guys, and I hope you guys have a nice week, man. All right, pal. Happy Thank Monday you. to you, too. Thank you, sir. Let's go to Steve. Right. Steve, good morning. You're on the Mike Calta Show. What's up, Steve? Yeah. I want to talk about the Sopranos remake. I, Mike, I, don't, I know you'll catch this part. Really? That he, uh, um, Dickie's uh, sleeping with his wife's, uh, with his father's ex-wife or whatever she was in the movie, yeah. and no, not one of the guys is saying anything about it. Right. That's what I said. They wouldn't even yeah. talk to him anymore if that was the case. And then nobody's yeah. stopping to wonder that maybe he's the one who killed his father. Yeah. yeah. Well, they brought, the brother brings that up in the uh, and when the, in the first prison scene. You know, yeah. he starts. He knows. You know, come on, he's a mobster, and he's going to start looking down right away when he's being questioned. Yeah. You know, he's supposed to be that cool character. And the last part is, is when Dickie does get assassinated at the end, everybody in that neighborhood, if you understand what I'm saying, nobody knows there's a guy in a car waiting there for him to come home. No one spots him. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, okay. It, sure. it, the whole thing was a mess. It was really a mess. It Appreciate was it. terrible. Thank you, Steve. I'm glad somebody's backing us up on it. I mean, like, I we all wanted to love it. I wanted to just yeah. like it. I would have been happy disliking it and then liking it on a second watch like I predicted it would. But it is nothing but a pile of, of absolute... That's it. I don't even want to say... Because it's not garbage. It's crap. It's S word. That's what it is. Is it worse than Latiquelizer? <laughs> uh, Michelle has watched the Latiquelizer. Michelle, good morning. You're on the mic. Count the show. Hi, Michelle. Michelle? Michelle. Yeah, see. It says she watched. Oh, she got equalized. Oh, no. She couldn't say anything. Maybe Queen Latifah's sitting on her chest right now. (laughs) Oh, brother. That's right. (laughs) That is so funny that you brought that up because I literally. (laughs) 
<laughs> How'd your mission go? You're not gonna believe this. Some fat old black lady tried to stop me. I killed her. It took well, me like six seconds. The best was I know we talked about it when they first decided it was yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. But I'd never actually seen it. And then they show a video, like the preview, and they throw her off like a cow walk, and she <laughs> lands, and all you just see is her fat ass in her arm. And I was like, that's just like hitting somebody's mom. Uh, <laughs> it was ridiculous. Here we go. We got to do this. Honey dough. Cash. This hour's phone bonus keyword is act. Text act to 70123 before 15 minutes past the top of the hour and And go go get get your your thousand bucks. bucks. Sponsored by Brandon Hyundai. There you go. Did everybody get that, by the way? Uh, yes. Okay. Acts. Nope. What? It's act. A-C-T. I thought it was act. Well, that's why I'm saying it. Stop saying the other word so people don't get confused. (laughs) act. A-C-T. Yeah, I just so it's ACT. clear. Okay, uh, uh, a friend of mine just texted me and said, John Favreau should have been in charge of many saints. Yes, John oh, Favreau yeah. should make yeah. every movie. Yeah. Every movie he makes is perfect. John Favreau should be equalizer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rudy, Rudy. <laughs> John Favreau could make Queen Latifah's uh, equalizer better than it is now, I guarantee you. Unbelievable. Mm. Uh, there is a Japanese company that is selling tiny socks, which only cover your big toes. Uh, you're supposed to put them on before you put on other socks, or for females, pantyhose, uh, to keep your nail of your big toe from snagging the other material. Uh, for now, it looks like they're only available from one sock store called Tabio. Uh, they're, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. What? There's a store that just sells socks? Yeah. Well, then right now, There's a lot of stores that just sell socks. <laughs> just sell socks? Are you serious? Yeah, like all the fashion socks and fa- like all the... There are fashion socks. Yeah. No, I'm unaware of this, uh, and I'm going to look it up right now. And I'm very happy because, I'm, you know, I love socks. Um, I, Bombas? I o- you ever uh, look into Bombas socks? Yeah, that's an online store. Right, and they and they give some money to weird companies. Yeah, yeah. They, when they you buy a pair, they give a pair yeah, or whatever. I, I get that, but I'm talking about like a, like if I went into a store like a shoe store, but they only had socks there, I would be so happy. It would be called a sock store. Yeah, but so I, I don't know wife, whether this is a brick and mortar store. Well, I'm it gonna look it up. Online, they have anyway. a website. Uh, my wife was telling somebody this weekend. She's like, between Mike and Joey, they both wear the same size shoes and the same size socks. They've got 9,000 pairs of socks each. And she goes, but it's like the jokes that they always tell. I put them in the washing machine, and they disappear before they come out. And I was like, she's, she's right. We've lost all our socks. Between the two of us, we don't have socks anywhere in this house. Joey's socks, I believe, just disintegrate from after football. <laughs> I, I ordered new socks, and I'm hiding them. I have a new thing now. I have a bag, and I'm putting all my socks in this bag after I wear them. And I'm going to wash them and bring them back to my room, and nobody's going to be able to touch them. That's it. Maybe your washer's swallowing socks. I mean, that it, it really... Or it's like that's happening. Yeah. They're literally disappearing. What if well, the dog is ch- eating the socks? Well, that, he does like the socks. Yeah. Check in between and check on the sides because I, that's where I always find like I my missing find socks. A lot of Juliana's socks in there because she got little feet and then all you gotta do is sneeze and they go flying off the washing right. machine. So yeah, I do see that. But my socks and Joey's socks are gone. At one point, they took them all and put them in Joey's in room because he's got a drawer for socks in there. And now I went in there, and that, they were all gone from there, too. They've literally just disappeared. I'm on it. I ordered uh, new ones. Also, by the way, you know you can order socks on uh, Amazon. I did. Yeah. And uh, they should be, according to my Alexa, should be delivered today. I got to tell you, Amazon is amazing. I ordered stuff yesterday, and it was at my house by 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, the same, same day. day. Same day blows your mind. Yeah. Oh, uh, I just, I have, so Pete got me a new uh, Amazon Alexa. What is this thing called? 
Echo. No, it's an Echo Show. So it's a round speaker with a looks like an iPad attached to it, and it spins around. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. So if I if I was to you know, look at Spanish, it would whoop and go over and look at you. Uh, so if I'm not here and I want to look around the room, I can I can get on it and I can spin yeah. around the room. It's cool, but I have I just hooked it up and it's answering me and it's moving and knocked all my stuff over and I'm like I'm getting a little frustrated with it right now. I actually said these words I don't like robots earlier today, so I'm not really sure what's happening. Um, I have I have so many things that I want to complain about today. Today's just really a complaining day. I got an email from a listener that may be the dumbest email I ever got. In my life. <laughs> I'm going to save it till the 8 o'clock hour. Oh, we're in the 8 o'clock hour already. But it is, I mean, I have, I, like, a guy emailed me the other day, and he said, uh, I need your help. I'm trying to get sole custody of my daughter. And I went, I, I can't read this anymore. I, do you know I'm not? I'm the radio talk show host. You're the equalizer. I'm not, yeah, but I'm not the equalizer. I'm, I, like, I don't, there's nothing I'm going to provide for you that Google can't find for you. Like, I don't understand that. And every once in a while, I get people, hey, my uh, cousin's got cancer. We promote the GoFundMe, and I, I understand that. You're trying to help out somebody who's sick. <laughs> I get dog questions. You get dog questions. <laughs> but people are coming at me with things like, I like, hey, uh, I need a 18-foot Christmas tree this year. Where can I? What, what am I? Well, at what point yeah. did I? Are you not the mover and shaker mover of Tampa Bay? Yeah. Well, I'm not moving and shaking everybody. I'm listen. moving and shaking myself. Listen. Tom the Tree Man. No, I know. Listen, I know the answers to every question, <laughs> but I'm not here for you. I'm uh, not your ass, Jeeves. I'm they want to be connected. They want. No. You know who uh, helped me, you know help me get this 18 foot tree? Mike Kelta. He's a good guy. Let's pull an <laughs> ornament. Did you ever the tree watch a western and think I'm going to call Clint Eastwood and ask him what kind of gun I should buy? <laughs> if I had Clint's yeah. direct message, maybe yeah, I would. You can at you can at Clint on Twitter at Clint Eastwood and see if he responds to you. Was Dirty Harry like dirty, like filthy, like he wouldn't clean, or was he dirty, like he'd say, you know, bad stuff? Wait till I wait till I read this email to you. It's going to even <laughs> blow your mind. Like right now, you're thinking, God, my county is kind of a dick. He can help a lot of people, but he doesn't want to like share it. his knowledge. Right? I know. I'm with you. But when I read this email to you, you're going to be blown away. Okay. I'm uh, do you want to do it now, or you want to save it? For no, later, I want right? to. I want to save it. All right. I want to. Uh, today is a national day. I think Carmen, you're going to be very excited about this. Oh, breakfast day. No, I would say today's national day is Carmen's every day. Tacos. Today is National Taco Day. You have to get tacos today, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Got to do it. Uh, by the way, fatties, also, it's National Cinnamon Roll Day. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Put that on the taco. We need it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Try it out. You never know. You made... Isn't that how... I love it. What is uh, churro? Isn't that similar? Oh, my God. Yes. Right? I love fried I love churro. You get that. Tossing some sugar. Oh. <laughs> by the way, one time I was... I don't know where I was, but they had a bunch of different food trucks and stuff, and there is a... Uh, I, I, Hispanic. I don't know what exact... But they had a thing, and I go, oh, boy, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. I go, can I get a raper? A what? <laughs> oh, I know. Well, yeah. how do you, uh, is it a, a, a raper? A raper. Yeah. yeah. A raper. Okay. 
I rape? <laughs> no. <laughs> Which, those are absolutely it was delicious. Delicious. Yeah. I felt weird ordering it, though. There's an Arepa place right uh, kind of near where Still I live. Still sounds bad. Yeah. Nico's, I got to oh. tell you, they are fantastic. Yeah. Arepa, good. <laughs> yeah, if you want to try an Arepa, that's where you should go. I saw a meme, <laughs> I saw a meme the other day, and it had a, a lady crying, uh, her daughter crying, and a kid laughing, whatever, and it says, my mom, when my brother said he wanted to be a rapist, my sister, when he said he wanted to be a rapist, <laughs> me, whenever I realized I told my brother that uh, people that want to be want to rap are called rapists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was delicious. It was delicious. Yeah. They're very filling, though, because the shell, I guess, is yeah. what you call it. It's like cornmeal, mm-hmm. so it's like really thick, so they are heavy. Uh, so, Mike, you brought up uh, Robin Thicke earlier, and I thought this was kind of weird about this, is the fact that uh, uh, Emily Ratajkowski, Rat- Ratajkowski, right? Uh, she said that uh, Robin Thicke roped her breast Whoa. while they filmed the uh, Blurred Lines. Remember that song that was real popular? Oh, yeah. All right. While they were filming the video, the video's director confirmed it. But she now says Robin apologized, and she thinks he only did it because he was drunk. Uh, well, then what are you bringing him up for? Yeah, yeah. Right. And if you're shooting a music video, sometimes you do, like, impromptu stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know? Especially with her. That's yeah. how I feel about being with Carmen. Sometimes I do things to you that are just for work reasons. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I understand. Oh, I got a sad bozy bozy bop for you guys. Oh, no. Bozy bozy bop. Damn. What? Diddy bop. Uh, Diamond David Lee Roth announced he is ending the Van Halen era in his own stage career with his uh, five shows at the House of Blues in Mandalay Bay on New Year's Eve and then New Year's Day, January 5th, and then January 7th and 8th. Uh, Those are going to be his last five shows of him doing Van Halen stuff and him performing completely. Uh, Here is Dave talking a little bit about that. I'm throwing in the shoes. I'm retiring. And this is the first and only official announcement, Al, my handlers, you got the news. You share it with the world. I'm not going to explain a statement. The explanation is in the statement. These are my last five shows. I got a band that's doing what Al and I used to call a block. That means 75 rehearsals for one show. The warm-up for one summer assault is the same for 10. So we're going to bring it. I know. Classic VH style. He says such weird stuff. Alex and I are the only version. That was his message. There is no other variation. There is no torch being passed. There is no other side of this heads up tail coin. This is classic. In your face, Van Halen. This is another. We're going to be playing to you for the rest of your time. And yeah, also, you would think David Lee Roth would be able to get a microphone that didn't feed back. <laughs> I, mean, I, just, I thought he signed up for a residency. I thought so too. No, he's doing the the five shows there is what he's doing. He uh, said that'll be his last five oh, shows. That's he's right. retiring. Jim Simmons he stinks now. Well, yeah. here's the other thing is he says, I'm not going to give any explanation. The explanation is in the uh, thing. He said that uh, he referenced about uh, Eddie Van Halen dying, and he said that he thought he would be the first to go. And he said some rambling thing about objects in the mirror seem closer than they are, whatever. Oh, brother. He's Dude, dying? That's what he's I'm thinking. He's got cancer is or that, something? Is that a possibility? Yeah. I mean, is that a possibility? David Lee Roth so dying? He's trying so hard to get you to say that. But objects in the mirror are closer than you think. So now you're thinking that. So he probably had something, and Eddie has something, and he thought he would die before Eddie, so that he's going to die next. Maybe. Michael Anthony's laughing at both of you. Good. You asked, you want to kick me out of the band? Good. <laughs> Suck it. 
<laughs> and now he's Michael Anthony and Sammy Hagar are still making millions and sounding better than ever. And those two old fools are dead. Mm. Uh, I have to go to line one. I don't believe a word of this, but Steve, you're on the Mike Calder show. Good morning. <laughs> you want to quiz me? I'll tell you what happened the last episode of season one. It was a cliffhanger. Steve says he's seen every episode of The Equalizer. Now, now, Steve, with Queen I'm not, Latifah, not not right. the original one. I was a huge fan of the original I one. It's why one. I refuse to not not watch it because it's good other than Queen Latifah. If you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I agree with that. Seems to be the problem. The writing is there. It's the same premise. But the problem is Queen Latifah does makeup. She smiles. And, of course, she's not British. Yeah, and now, question, though. Yeah, you don't want your equalizer to smile unless you're giving that Denzel, I got you, I got you. <laughs> uh, explain to me what set of skills does Queen Latifah have in order to be the equalizer? Well, she, unlike Robert McCall, who was British, was in the military, and they do these random flashbacks of references of her group she was with, which was like this badass I would call it like she was a Navy SEAL, but yeah. she was a woman, so she wasn't a Navy SEAL, maybe. They hinted that. Now she's and, the size of a SEAL. <laughs> yeah. And the, the the big cliffhanger is she revealed to her daughter that she's a spy and not working for some marketing uh, nonprofit organization on the last episode of the last season. Uh, so, yeah. you know. Are, we, are you saying it's still worth watching? I think it's a great show. The premise is there. I mean, I miss the old days when he had the grumpy guy that didn't smile, that watched his back, and the newspaper yeah. article. I personally think they should still do the ad in the paper and not the Internet. Right. Because papers are still around, and it would make more sense. Um, other than that, and her hair getting done all the time, and her smile. <laughs> <and other, laughs> her smile, ever. Uh, never. Smiled. And he was always angry at yeah. something. Um, well. I but gotta tell I you, refuse to give up. I'm and never gonna watch it. I'm Italian. My mom likes to watch it, so I watch it with her sometimes. That's very much how you watch those CBS shows. If you're sitting with somebody who's older than you and they enjoy the the movies or the stories or whatever, and then next thing you know, you're like, how do I know everything that's happening on Young and the Restless? So yeah. I get it, sir. I, hey, I appreciate the call, Steve. Thank you, and good luck. Let's hope something happens to Queen Latifah in real life. Did I win some race tickets or something, or what? Can we get, on, give him, we'll give him something, Carmen. We don't have race tickets, but we can have something for you. Hold on, okay, sir? Yeah. All right. By the way, the original Equalizer intro, this is what it sounded like, if you remember. Yeah. You know who did this? Who composed like Jan, it? Jan Hammer to me. No. I played some of his music coming back for an uh, oh, oh, I know. Let me guess. Stuart Copeland. Stuart Copeland. Uh, from the police. Yeah, the drummer. It has the lady in the elevator. Lights go out. The guy comes after her. Yeah. They use the same music here, except he's like, yo, I'm Queen Latifah, and I'm here to say oh. I'm an equalizer, and I'm probably gay. <laughs> uh, let's go to Ted. Ted, good morning. You're on the mic count the show. What's up, Ted? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, Ted. Uh, hey, so a big fan of The Sopranos, and then obviously watched the movie and was completely let down by that terrible uh, monstrosity. Yeah. But uh, did you pick up when they Dickie brought up the fact that his wife – couldn't have a baby. She, yeah. I mean, they literally brought it up in the movie. They brought it up. They said, oh, she can't have a baby. Right, and then they have and a baby. And then Dickie's dad, the, yeah, the ex-wife comes through, and then they were kind of insinuating that Dickie, 
that Christopher came from Dickie and the Italian, the ex, or that's you know, what the, I thought. The dad's ex-wife. It was so uh, confusing. It was all over. Uh, it, was, it was all over, but they completely lost me. When, when that started coming out, I was like, what? Wait, wait, Christopher's here now, but it's it, such a mom. It's such a bad movie that I didn't even, I didn't even pay attention to. I know what you're I saying. Just, but... I just assumed they were having trouble, and he was like, you know, we can't have a baby, and then they finally were able to. But, yeah, yeah I, I get I what you're saying. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, uh, I appreciate the show, guys. Thank you. Just another crappy part of many saints are many, many – Saints of Newark. I can't say the words I want to say. It's all. It's awful. It yeah. really. Like I almost want people to go watch it now, so that they can, they can go live watch the misery. It. Yeah, and then they can come back and go. You guys are geniuses. You're uh, you're 100 percent right. Uh, so I thought this was pretty cool. SNL, the new season. I don't know whether you know, started on Saturday of Saturday Night Live. They kicked off the weekend. Uh, the weekend update. The guys paid tribute to Norm Macdonald on there. Uh, here's a little bit of that. Oh, I didn't see that. It is a bittersweet night for us tonight. Yeah, on September 14th, our friend Norm McDonald passed away. Norm is the reason that I ever wanted to do Weekend Update, and so tonight we thought we'd turn the last few jokes of Update over to Norm. Thanks, I'm Norm McDonald, and this is the fake news. At the White House this... Which, by the way, real quick, uh, I think Dennis Miller pointed out Norm was the first one to say fake news. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was the first one to coin that. But here we go. At the White House this week, President Clinton officially came out against same-sex marriages. What's more, the president said he is not too crazy about opposite-sex marriages either. (laughs) A French man who calls himself the Snake Man was arrested this week after climbing up the side of a Manhattan high-rise. Yep, he climbed right up the side of a high-rise. Just like a snake. In a brilliant move during closing arguments, Simpson attorney Johnny Cochran put on the knit cap prosecutors say O.J. wore the night he committed the murders. Although O.J. may have heard his case when he suddenly blurted out, Hey, hey, easy with that. That's my lucky stabbing hat. Uh, I thought that was funny. He's great. Yeah. He's so great. Funny. Yeah, uh, that's another weird one. Had no idea he was sick. Boom, you know, gone. just like a snake. A snake. <laughs> uh, would you pay to see one of the Paul brothers fight? No. Like, would I go to the fight? Go to the fight, pay pay per view, any of that stuff. No. What if one of them fought Mike Tyson? Oh yeah. Yes, I Mike, heard Mike Tyson said he would fight that. Mike Tyson says he would be up for a celebrity bout with one of the Paul brothers. He said that's the money fight. Uh, those are the fights that are making money. Those guys have 75 million people watching them, uh, the former boxer said. Uh, he said that he would like to face Logan Paul over his brother Jake. Hey, Logan, he want to get beat. <laughs> Logan uh, is the one who fought uh, Floyd Mayweather back in uh, June. So Mike Tyson versus one of the uh, Paul brothers would be very Can interesting. Can you say that again out loud? Because I can't. I'm not sure that I just heard that. Logan Paul fought Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and barely won. I he mean, barely lost. He beat Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Retired him. Yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. I think the this fight 100% happens. Oh, Mike Tyson so. wants it to happen. Yeah. It'll happen. I mean, if you're but one of the Paul brothers, you're like, I got to. You can't millions. make it an exhibition. You have to make it a real fight. Have yep, real judges be... and do it. I know yeah. it's going to be oh, an yeah. exhibition. And no, they... but who cares, Galvin? We only want to see him get knocked out. Yep. So if they don't get knocked out, it doesn't matter who wins or loses. Yeah, but it's going to be like, well, no headshot. Or something, oh, that, you know. I'm a, I'm a, I want to see. They honestly, they should sign a waiver that says if he kills me, it's um, it's okay. Yeah. It's brutal right. combat. Yeah. Because that's what we want to see is Mike Tyson split one of their heads yeah. straight down the middle. Uh, you know the song "Watermelon Sugar" by Harry Styles. Love that song. 
Do you know what it's about? Yeah. What? That's watermelon. watermelon. <laughs> Drugs. Drugs? I Vagina is, I just assume. That's what I thought it was, yeah. No. Any a, other guesses? Oh, wait, hold on. Pep-Pep's coming through with a yeah. solid no, uh, no. I think it's a, it's a, a Victoria's Secret spray scent. Oh, shut up. <laughs> oh, wow. That was worth it. Wow. <laughs> 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 uh, Mike Kelta, you are correct. Yeah, yeah it's uh, about uh, watermelon it. sugar. Yep. Yeah. I could taste it. What do you say, Carmen? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, and then finally in news, the people at uprocks.com conducted a uh, subjective French fry taste test, mm. uh, and they ranked the uh, top ones. I have the top, uh, let's see, top 10 here for fast food Be- before French Before you fries. get into this, let me just, full disclosure, okay? Yeah. As a fat guy, I do not like French fries. Oh, You're insane. Now, I will tell you that no matter where I take my kids to get fast food, the minute I smell French fries, I want them. But I don't love them. I'll eat one or two, and just because I could smell it, and it's salty. But I know it's weird. I, uh, so we'll talk about this, and I'll tell you what fry I like the best, which is probably going to be not not agree with everybody. Uh, I'll ahead. tell you, I'm not a huge like. If I have a choice of French fries and onion rings, I'm going Ooh. onion rings, yep. especially if they're good onion rings. Yeah. But uh, you know, I'll eat fries certainly. And uh, as a kid, uh, I don't think there is much better than French fries with a chocolate shake. Like, that was delicious. Oh, yeah, like that's, from Wendy's? Yeah, you got like a the salty, frosty. and then, yeah. yeah. That's my daughter's uh, All right, so what do you think? Uh, best French fries for the fast food places, rallies. what do you think? Rallies. What the hell is a rally? Checkers, rallies. Oh, yeah, that, Carmen, that's what. That's rallies. my favorite. Yeah. They are number three. They're seasoned fries. Yeah, they're number three. I know. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, Spanish. Waffle fries? They got yeah. the waffle fries. They come in at number 10. Those are gross. Yeah. Ooh, might as well eat a handful of cotton. <laughs> Carmen <laughs> says Arby's curly fries yes. come in at number 6. That's Arby's. Low. We got the curly fries. Yeah. Um, I would say McDonald's. McDonald's, number 2. Ooh. Burger King? Burger King, not in the top yeah, 10. Not on the yeah. list, yeah. yeah. Burger King, a little baby onion rings, but yeah. no, no French fries. Steak and shake? shake. Oh, the little baby thin fries? Yeah, people love those. Oh, come on. Uh, no, steak and shake? No, yeah. not in the top ten. They're, the, I think those are terrible. I mean, Wendy's got regular fries. So yeah. Wendy's and they're always make the soggy. Yeah. Uh, Wendy's, number five. Mm. Hot and crispy fries is what they call them, Carmen. No, five soggy. guys. Yeah, lies. I'm sorry, Spanish. What did you say? Five guys. Number one. Yeah. Yep. Five guys, French fries, which I don't know if I've yeah, ever had. Yeah, because 90% of that restaurant's full with sacks of potatoes because yeah. they make them right there. So and, they give you a, be good. and they give you a whole brown paper bag yeah. full of fries. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Watch the grease soak through. Uh, Some of the ones that you guys missed. Number nine, Taco Bell nacho fries. Oh, yeah. Uh, number eight, I've never heard of this. Is this around here anywhere? Farmer Boys? Oh, no idea. No, <laughs> Farmer Boys, always crispy fries is what they call them. Wow. Uh, Wiener Schnitzel, French fries comes in number seven. <laughs> you got Arby's, number six. Uh, five was Wendy's. This sounds good. Number four, Popeye's Cajun fries. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, but they have the potato wedges. Oh, yeah? Too much uh, potato. Too much potato? Yeah. There can never be too much potato. Yeah. I'm an too. old man, and Wiener Schnitzel makes me laugh every time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number why. three was Rally's Checkers. They're seasoned fry. Number two, McDonald's. And number one for best French fries, according to uprocks.com, for fast food places is Five Guys. I don't think this is fair. Why? Five Guys, to me, not a fast food restaurant. Yeah, really? no, because oh. they don't. No, no drive-thru. Yeah, no drive-thru. No they are fast, though. No, they it are took fast. For, I was there. It took forever. I went in there and, <laughs> I, listen to me, I went in there and ordered 10 hamburgers and 10 cheeseburgers on a whim, and they whipped them up. 
Yeah. Two seconds. If you don't that have did. a drive-through, you should not be considered not, fast yeah. food. Not only did they did get five out of my guys way. whip them up, but they actually put them on the grill when I ordered them, as opposed to just putting them on my yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I don't. I don't. Not, not a fast food. I see what you're saying, Gio, but yeah. I don't know what would you call them though, because it's not like a they're like a cat, quick fast, fast restaurant, quick service, like, like casual a, dining. Because quick service is another way of saying fast food. No, like uh, it's Chipotle fast food. You consider a fast food restaurant? Yes, yeah. quick service. Blaze Pizza. Those places are all quick oh, service. Blaze, not fast Blaze food. is not fast. So it's the same as like a Chipotle. Though. Blaze it up, right? Like they don't have a drive-through. I think yeah. a drive-through basically is what constitutes you as yes. a so fast is Starbucks food. fast food. Yes. Yeah. No, it's not drive-through. It's coffee. But they have food. <laughs> Their grilled cheese. Is my bank a fast food? I love I it. I eat money. Don't oh, I, I love money. it. There goes my <laughs> argument. <laughs> my dry cleaning. I got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Wait, congratulations, <laughs> five guys. You did it. <laughs> All right, listen to me. When we come back from break, I'm going to tell you about the stupidest request I ever got from a listener. I got two stupid requests from the same guy. And, sir, I don't hate you if you're listening to the show, but I must point out to the world what an idiot you are. <laughs> uh, Carmen, it's it's like, it's part of me is like, man, don't, he's a listener, don't make fun of him. And then I thought, no, I'm, I'm not going to say his name. Listen, some people I, deserve to be called out. Yes. <laughs> listen, like, I, it's, I want it's not him the to listen. guy again, is it? Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, that nope. guy hit me up on the weekend. I had a block again. It's Mike's fault, though. Yeah. <laughs> Guy. I like that guy. He always comes up and says hi, and then Mike yeah. had to say something about him. Oh, my God. <laughs> so mean. Uh, yes, I, he also hit me up over the weekend. Uh, I can't tell if we're friends again or if he's still mad. I hope so. He's a nice guy. Yes. And that's, <laughs> no, he is a nice guy, and Galvin's being right. He, so now I have to explain what that was. So I was pointing out at the birthday party when we were playing that on Pete's side of the stage, there was like five girls in backs. And on my side of the stage, I had Crazy Patty. So I'm always like, I, I always say, I always stand with John Brennan because he's good looking, and I hope all the good looking girls come to my side of the stage. And I always look over, and Pete's got all the hot girls, and I got wheelchair guy over by the side of me, which was uh, uh, me being extreme. The poor wheelchair guy is never even in the front row of the show. He's in a goddamn wheelchair. But it was the point was that I was trying to make is that Pete gets all the hot girls, and I was trying to be extreme. By pointing out that my side didn't have it, it was just a joke, and the wheelchair guy got very offended by that. Mm-hmm. So I I understand, and I explained it to him. And I uh, I was like, I wasn't really talking about you. I was talking about Pete and the hot girls. It was just to make a joke. Mm-hmm. If you're a big fan of the show, you would understand that. And then he went dark for like a week, and I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna jump off the skyway over it. <laughs> then he came back this weekend. And he was, I think, cool. I don't really know. But hopefully he understands now. So, but this next guy, he's probably going to hate me. I got, I got to just, when I read, like, it's just going to blow your mind. And maybe give you guys a little bit of an idea of what, of what my life is like answering emails from you. If you're wondering, if you're like, I've sent him emails and he doesn't respond. I do. But sometimes I don't follow you, so I don't see your email until like a month later and it doesn't make sense to answer anymore. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'll get into all this when we come back. Plus, I'm going to talk to my friend Steve Hurley. <laughs> Steve Hurley, as you know, uh, is over there at Stingray Chevrolet, the big store on I-4, exit 22 in Plant City. I, my mouth cannot say all that at one time when you say it uh, because I've been telling people for years what a great place it is to buy a car. I'm currently driving the Silverado that you see on the commercial right now where the guy has multiple options to open the tailgate. That's right. I have a step where I could step into it. I can extend it in case I'm carrying lumber, and I could put it up and put my laptop on it so I could do work and make my office outside. I love that car. Uh, I want to talk to Steve. Steve's doing a really good thing again over at both his uh, Stingray dealerships in Bartow and in Plant City, and he's doing coffee with a cop. And you know I love the cops, 
And you know I love Steve. So we'll check in with him in the uh, next half hour, and we'll talk about where you can go and uh, enjoy some breakfast over there at Stingray and meet some good folks, including my friend Chad Cronister. Uh, and then uh, I will tell you that. I will tell you the dumbest listener and a whole bunch <laughs> of other stuff when we come back. Uh, before we go to break, I want to tell you about Zero Res. Oh, Zero Res. You know Zero Res? Have they ever cleaned anything? Joe, have you ever had Zero Res out to clean your place? Because I would imagine... It's probably not been vacuumed since the early 60s. Well, it has, actually. This, oh! This past, this past weekend, we did some vacuuming, Michael. Who did? Not Spanish. Well, no, <laughs> uh, actually, Karishma. Oh, really? Did you use the wet vac? Uh, no, I think she used the dry one. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody get that? <laughs> oh, I, I got it. Uh, I want to tell you about Zero Res because I guarantee you that you have never had your stuff insanely clean, and that's what you need. You need to get it in there, and you need to make it look like it's brand new, and Zero Res can do that for you, and they do it with just their powered water. You uh, literally have them come on in there, and without any using any harsh chemicals, they come in there and they'll clean your carpet, your tile, your the grout that's a little stuff in between the tile, they'll clean that too, and they'll get it as clean as you've ever seen it. Like at some point, you'll go, I didn't even know it was supposed to be that color. Uh, Zero Res can do that, and they can also do your upholstery. Uh, they can do uh, so many, any flat surface that they can get their machine on, they'll get in there and do it. And I would tell you to call them today at 813-375-9960, or you can simply go to their website Site at Zero Res Tampa Bay at ZeroResTampaBay.com, and you can schedule your service uh, right there online. And right now, you'll get three rooms of carpet clean for 129 bucks. And then, as you're doing that, you mentioned me, Mike Caldas. Say, I heard you got his upholstery clean. My seats are white. I'd like them to be white again. And they'll come out there and do it for you. And they'll also throw in 100 square feet of tile clean for free. ZeroResTampaBay.com. Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. Spell it backward or forward. It's the right way to clean. Tell them you heard about it on the Mike Calta Show. Hey, real, real quick, real yeah, quick. Carmen somewhere. I don't know whether she went to get food or what, but she like had left the studio a couple minutes ago. So when we come back, be like, what the hell? I was asking stuff. Hey, hey so, so yeah, just be like.